Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are so glad to be with you here on Monday. We are taking care of business this season, are we not, Angela? We are taking care of business. Working overtime. We are working (laughs) overtime right now. Yeah. I was just telling Angela this morning, we haven't been able to talk a ton. So we just grabbed a few minutes this morning and I said, when you spend so much of your younger years, like when your kids are little, when you're building your home and you're like trying to figure out who you are, when you spend so much of that time in just this like panic mode, this like you're putting out fires constantly, you're just trying to get through the next day, when things sort of calm down, which you work really hard, so that will happen. Yeah. But when it finally does come down, I'm just constantly looking around like, am I doing something wrong? Did I, did I forget to do something? Do you know that feeling? It's like when you're pregnant and you have like a lull in the morning sickness and you look yeah. down, you're like, is everyone okay down yes. there? That's exactly <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah, no, it That's is. Exactly when when like. you sort of have this, like what, what it is, it's the light just totally changed. What it is, it's the payoff. So, so much of what we do is like work on the front end. So we have a result on the back end. Right. Whether right. it's d- disciplining our children you know, what we're going to deal with when they're 12. Rosemary always says, like, look at that four-year-old and tack 10 years onto that tantrum, girlfriend, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. uh, or like, but so when you sort of start to reap the rewards of that, there's a little bit of, is everyone okay down there? You know, yeah. Yeah, you just, yeah, it's weird. I've been taking a lot of this season to heart, genuinely been taking it to heart. We've been talking and ramming towards a lot of discipline, a lot of like not letting things fester or or burn right. for too long, but like mm-hmm. actually stepping in, intercepting, dealing with things, being accountable for things, being disciplined with things, like taking care of those things that naturally arise just from being a homemaker, just mm-hmm. from just from living. And that's all great stuff, but it's um it's it is fun to see the fruit of that. I think it's like um, maybe, for lack of a better word, it's a little like PTSD where you get done and you're just like, so I don't have to live on the verge all the time. When do I need to pay bills? How much money is in our bank account? What are we having for dinner? Yeah. You know, it's that kid's assignment done. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And you're never going to arrive. Like as long as we all have a home, the homework is going to be there. Mm-hmm. But your efforts are not in vain. Yes. And anytime there's work on the front end, the benefit comes in the back end. Yeah. And it's, and it's also, you know, that whole, like, choose your heart, like chaos is coming. Mm -hmm. Life is going to happen and it's going to insert itself right when you don't want it to. And so that front end work, it does, it matters just for your own discipline and your own um, Mm -hmm. diligence to the art of homemaking. But it also matters because, there are going to be moments where you're going to go, oh boy, yeah. I'm so glad I did X, Y, Z because I didn't know this was coming. Yep. 
I think that should be the encouragement, ladies, as we kind of head into the rest of this episode. It's like we've been really hammering on these topics, you know, really for two seasons now. Hey, no help is coming. Hey, you're not going to arrive. <laughs> hey, sorry. Like, <laughs> you need to take care of this. no silver liner. <laughs> but the reality is, there is fruit to there, our labor. There is fruit. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is fruit, good fruit to to your labor. And so it's not done in vain. It's not done to no end. And like that's encouraging. Mm-hmm. It might take a while for you to see that fruit, um, but it, it will come. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about kind of fruit discipline that's coming and fruit that's coming, baby. <laughs> we're going to be coming. talking about this today. We have to work on the front super... end and the back end. <laughs> We have a super special guest today. Um, Coach Paul is going to be joining us here on Homemaker Sheet. I asked the boys, I'm like, do you want to come in and say hi to Coach Paul? (laughs) Who doesn't want to say hi to Coach Paul? Um, Coach Paul is only the second man that we've had on Homemaker Sheet. We had Brian Kozlowski. Love you. Love Brian. Love you, Brian. Um, And now we've had Coach Paul. Two, Two men have entered homemaker chic realm which is a very uh, brave place to go somebody special yeah mm-hmm. i don't think jamie frazier is available for interviews so oh. it's, yeah if he was though if he was our husbands would probably not let us have him on <laughs> actually i mean joel likes him i mean he's a likable guy he's yeah. a fictional character for those who don't he's know he's a fictional jamie character <laughs> just in case angela needed a reality check <laughs> Jamie Frazier is a fictional character. He is not, not the litmus test by which to base all men. Like, yes. No. No. Or he's humans, not. actually. Yeah. No. Yeah. I no, told you um, that story, right? How we play like dinner questions at the dinner table. Yes. And uh, the question was, if you could be a fictional character, who would you be? And I was like, Jamie Frazier. My yeah. kids are like, oh, my gosh, my mom wants to be a man. I'm yeah. like, no, he's just somebody who does the work on the front end mm-hmm. and reaps the rewards on the back end. He's disciplined. Yeah. It intrigues me. Yeah. Yeah. I would want to be Jamie Frazier simply because it would be so fun to have man strength. And it would also be so fun to be able to have the ease of language that he has. He could just oh, speak different yeah. dialects and pick up different words. And, and he's what, trier? trilingual or I don't know he's like ancient mul- Greek trilingual like, it's all the things it's just I think that would be so amazing to have a brain like that right <laughs> but today we're going to talk about something that you might feel is a little unsexy and it's a little unfun until you get into it until you start saying some of those fruits come to pass because we're going to be talking to coach Paul about physical fitness ladies about health wellness, taking care of your body, exercising, lifting heavy things. We've been talking about it on and off for years. Like you've, you've been, if you've been listening since day one, you were here when Shay didn't work out like, yep. And now Shay like full on works out. So you've seen like a total yes change. What, I got the what? nicest email the other day. Okay. It was a homemaker chic listener. And she said, mm-hmm girl, like she had something going on. She had checked out for a while. She said, I just popped back in. What, what the hell's going on with your arms? And I was like, yes, yes. Thank you. Right. <laughs> it was so kind. She said, I'm a personal trainer and it's 
Like that's exactly what you hope for. You hope that you just steady, 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 steady. And then you see results. And it was really encouraging to me, not in like a vain way, just to know, like you showed up every day and you get to reap the fruit from that. So that's what we're going to be dialing in with Coach Paul today. Brilliant. Brilliant. What if you could have heirloom linens that didn't end up on next year's garage sale? What about investing once in an American-made product designed to last a lifetime? Shay and I both dress our beds and our bathrooms in sheets and towels from American Blossom Linens, and you can too, by visiting AmericanBlossomLinens.com and using our exclusive coupon code, HomemakerChic20, for 20% off. Our friends at American Blossom Linens are dedicated to bringing us quality American-made linens that can stand the test of time and be beautiful at the same time. We affectionately call them modern vintage. They are soft and plush and gorgeous, and we know you will love them as much as we do. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Tubes & Co., Tubes & Co. believes in skincare products that nourish and restore and come from simple, wholesome ingredients. Emily began crafting skincare and makeup from her farmhouse kitchen after discovering how organic tallow, high-quality cold-pressed olive oil, and other quality natural ingredients made a huge difference in her skin and in her family's wellness. Now, Tubes & Co. has expanded to not only include beautiful skincare, but also wonderful makeup products. These are products that I use on my skin every single day. I wash with the charcoal bar, and then I move on to the glow serums and the hydrating serums, all the makeups, all the bronzers, all the highlighters, the mascara, the eyeshadow. It's all so clean and so good. Visit tubesandco.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC for a 10% discount. Last year, we finally took the jump into the freeze-drying world with a beautiful new freeze-dryer from Harvest Dry, and we are so glad that we did. As a homemaker and gardener, these freeze-dryers have the very important job of making sure that nothing, whether it's a bountiful crop from the garden or leftover soup from Sunday supper, go to waste. These incredible machines are very versatile. You can use your freeze-dryer to preserve dairy, meat, produce, and even complete meals. Here's the very best part. Everything is completely automatic. You literally just fill the freeze-dryer trays, push the start button, and walk away. Preserving food can be that simple. Freeze-dried food lasts for 25 years in your cupboards and will maintain taste and color and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value, and home freeze-dried food costs one-third the cost of store-bought, which means your freeze-dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze-dryer so you can have it set up and ready for spring and summer bounty, whether you're freeze-drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs, Harvest Right machines are the best on the market and will soon become an invaluable player of your preserving kitchen. Visit bit.ly forward slash Harvest Right Homemaker or click the link in the show notes to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to introduce you to our newest sponsor, Alaska Gold Seafood. This is the seafood that Angela and I have been stocking our freezers with for years because it is so incredibly delicious. They catch it in the waters of Alaska and deliver it right to your doorstep. 
This is a fisherman-owned cooperative that focuses on quality and service. They offer customers hook and line caught wild salmon, halibut, black cod, rockfish, and more. They are a pillar of the community in Sitka, Alaska. Alaska Gold offers small boats, independent fishermen with co-op values. Visit alaskagoldbrand.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSEAFOOD for 10% off your first order. So we are so pleased to announce our guest today is Paul Wright. This is our coach. This is a man who inspires us to keep going, to keep um, choosing our hard, to do that hard work on the front like we just got done talking about, and so we can reap the, the rewards on the back end. So welcome, welcome, Paul Wright, to Homemaker Chic <laughs> Podcast. You're our second male guest on the show, so this no is... Man's land. Um, yeah, no man's land. I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. I appreciate Fabulous. it. Fabulous. This is how you wanted to spend your afternoon was hanging out with thousands and thousands of homemakers, right? right. Yeah. I'm just talking about things. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Angela and I, we both love you. We both love your energy, your athleticism, your strength, but we're familiar with you. Most of our people probably aren't. So why don't you give us a little kind of bird's eye view of how you're how you landed right here now? Oh, bird's eye view of how <laughs> I landed right here. All right. Well, uh, I currently live in Los Angeles, California. Um, I work in health and fitness and wellness, all those things in that realm. So I don't like to say I'm just a personal trainer, even though that is kind of how I got my start in this health and wellness realm in the Bay Area is where I'm from. I was a personal trainer up there. I had my own business. I still have that business, but all that transition to doing more like on-camera fitness stuff, which is why I'm in L.A. and trying to just, I don't know, I guess do more L.A. things since I'm I'm here, but within the health and wellness realm. So I'm always centered on, on that. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got your fitness foundation from sports right from football yeah uh i was definitely raised like thinking about the body and movement and health and wellness it was just always Mm. pushed towards me in my mind but yeah when you when i when i got to move my body through different sports and experience that physically and mentally you know you just become that you just become more in tune with your body in a different way. You learn more about yourself as you grow and you're consistently moving and doing things to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, at what point did you realize that it was a passion for you to help others? And did you start off helping other athletes or when did you start off? I know I've read, you know, I read your Instagram. I know you've worked with all kinds of people. So how did that sort of segue maybe from working in a professional athlete environment or a co-athlete to, you know, a fuller audience? To be honest, I was very stern my entire life up until 24, 25, that I was going to be a professional NFL player. I was going to be in the Hall of Fame and I was going to buy my mom a house mm-hmm. and all that. So I never thought about I mean, I did always love people. I love to talk in front of people. I love to like be heard and I like to listen to people too. But I never thought of the side hustle or another profession I could do. This is only when football came to that inevitable end. I was like, what do I like? Oh, I like movement. 
I can mm. teach people how to learn to like what I like, what I love. I can teach people how to learn to love movement so it's not a burden like it is for most people in the world, like a task and stuff like that. So yeah. not that I'm not, not that I didn't have a passion for people. I just think through sports, I'm on teams. Obviously you're, you communicate in different ways or, you know, when you're on teams. But um, when I transitioned out of sports, it was basically like, what can I teach people? Cause I love this thing, this movement thing, fitness to explore my body. How can I teach people to love that? It wasn't like, how can I teach people to lose weight? And I teach them to love what I love about my body because then they can love their body. And it's like, all right, I want to get strong. I'll do it. I want to lose weight. I'll do it. And so on and all that. So mm -hmm. I think that actually kind of hits the nail on the head in, in a way I haven't been able to articulate before, because what can happen, especially to women at home, a lot of times, too, if they're putting their body through having babies or nursing or like all these things that are very taxing on your body mm. is that you end up resenting your body it's not what it once was. And I know you've gone through a ton of injuries. So you know what it's like to sort of have to almost like go back to the starting line. And yeah, again. absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. That idea of helping them to, to learn to love the movement of it, mm -hmm. I think is really important because I feel like for a lot of people in their mind, they think, oh, working out, getting strong, that means I'm going to have to be on the elliptical for 45 minutes. And that just feels like death like the most unfun unengaging boring yeah. task you could ever ask your body to but do then on the on the other side of that how how do you want you want to look at it as a journey like you can think of it as like yeah 45 minutes on the elliptical i can take this time to escape from all the bs in the world and think yeah. about what i need to think about or i can organize something on my phone while i'm walking on the elliptical so instead of it's just different ways to process it. So it's just a yeah. part of your life, whoops, and not just like, you know, that task yeah. or, or, or thing. But it was always my thing because I never felt like it was always as easy for me just to like, you know, now it's a little harder with life and this economy and everything. But it's always easy to just get up and go, get up and do things. And just, it always mm -hmm. was like that for me. So it was important that I just try to teach people like how I tapped in with that and make that conducive to their goals, whether that is to, you know, prenatal, postnatal, whether it is an athlete, you know, whoever, whatever the goals are. Mm -hmm. So when somebody comes in who doesn't really have experience with, with movement or with tapping into that, where do you go with them? How, how do you get them to understand your mind? I just, I ask people like, why are you here? Like, why are you thinking about trying to do something different to your body? And usually when they give that answer, that out loud is like, you know, people say, you know, you, it's hard to stay motivated, but those are the things you kind of have to always wear on your skin day after day when you have, you know, a goal in mind, whether it is an aesthetic goal or someplace to be, it's just, why are you here? What's your why? And I think from there, that conversation, sometimes I actually had a client I spoke to the other day when we had this conversation, we we're talking about his son and his life and the divorce. He went, we talked about a lot of things in the first 15 minutes of the conversation. And that just opens up a lot of things they didn't realize or like, damn, I have a lot more at hand instead of wanting to look good next summer or get ready yeah. for this wedding or whatever it yeah. is. It's like, yeah. it's that part of the journey. So yeah, right. that's why I try to, you know, make sure everyone starts there. Like, okay, we it's okay to have 
goals that are in vain or whatever. I want to look good, but you you got to have some deeper beneath the surface reason to do it um, subconsciously. Um, and that's what's going to always keep you going forward. <clears throat> yeah, we know about, you know, when you say like a why, you can give a why. I want to look good in a bathing suit. I've had a few kids and I want to look good next summer. Well, why? Well, because I don't want to feel shame when I'm on the beach. Well, why? Because I don't want people to think that I'm at home just raising children. Well, why? Like, as long as you like, keep <laughs> digging deeper and deeper, mm-hmm. and you can really get to the core. And like, for me, it comes down to I have to have the physical stamina to do my day. I have mm-hmm. to gardening season or animals or children, whatever it is. Um, we talk a lot about on the show about, uh, you know, with homemakers, there's, there's a lot of activity that needs to happen during the day to, we talk about the art of homemaking, which is not a really popular topic these days. <laughs> and quite frankly, and you know, a lot of people are it waiting is an for art, the, though. it is an art. It is an art. All of everything that we appreciate and we respect in our grandmas and our moms, like that's done with so much intention and it's a lot of that intention that just gets sort of kicked to the curb today and then we wonder well why don't our homes feel like they feel like grandma's house well because you're not doing the things well I don't feel motivated to do the things well we talk about this show on this show a lot about the motivation coming after and the action has to come first and I wonder if a trainer if you see that when you're dealing with people's emotions and them Mm -hmm. sticking with a plan or, you know, getting through that first grind of getting to the point where they actually feel some strength. Uh, You don't wake up in the morning, I'm going to lift today. Most people don't, you know, but that high comes after the workout and then you build upon, upon that after you've taken the action. You Mm -hmm. cut out a little bit towards Mm -hmm. the end. You were asking uh, what specifically again? I just I missed the last like few words. Mm-hmm. Ew, I was saying that you you feel that high, and you get the motivation after you've taken the action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so we I mentioned mean, that last episode, and we got a lot of we said, um, you know, basically it's it's discipline. Like what motivation? <laughs> That's like not what you're tapping into. I think is kind of what she's getting at. Absolutely. I mean, I I always like to make sure there's things in my head, images in my head, things I'm visualizing. But at the end of the day, like you said, there's physical action that needs to be taken consistently over a period of time. Starting there is where everyone has to start. But I'm I'm, I'm big on visualizing, fantasizing and all that, too, because that's a part of the process. You do have to take the action, be disciplined, but see it because you don't you're not going to be able to know where you're going if you can't see it at least a little bit. So uh, I think that 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 is a big part of it just to just have those those thoughts. But, yeah, the motivation comes after you've done two weeks of it and you're like, oh, my gosh. It sucked, but now wow, I have I can, a bicep. Lo yeah, and behold, I can do a few more reps now. Yeah. And then just from that, that's the motivation of can I do three, two more reps in two more weeks? Can I, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, th- these things don't happen. Like you said, they happen after a little bit of the adversity, a little bit of the pain. Um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, you never want to lead with motivation. You know, uh, the actions are going to get you to that point of wanting to be and feel like you want to keep being motivated, you know, and seek that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- when I first started to work out, this was during COVID, like many people, um, and it was very much to the same ends as Angela. Like, I need to be able to get through my day better because we have a very physical existence here on our farm. Um, and I started working with a local personal trainer because she had a nice booty, frankly. And I'm like, how do I get one of those? <laughs> I want that. I want exactly. that. Exactly. That's right. a part of the process. You got to see it. I was to like, believe you're it. strong. <laughs> I can tell you're strong. <clears throat> um, but what made that work for me was I just had to show up. My mm-hmm. action. The amount of input that I had to do was just, you got to drive there on, you know, show up when you're supposed to show up and basically just do whatever she tells you to do. And I think that was genuinely the difference between being successful in it and giving up because when you're at home and you're by yourself, it can be very tricky to to muster up enough energy to not only start, but then know what you're doing safely so that you don't injure yourself. But then like, keep going to like, to keep going when day one, you're not going to see progress day two, you're probably not going to see progress, you know, and that goes on for a little while, but then all those days build up and all of a sudden that little bit of a change, that 30 minutes a day or whatever it is, six months down the road, you're in a completely different zone. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I, I always think of fitness and movement. You can always relate it to life. We can learn a lot of lessons about life. Through our health and our wellness and, and 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 our movement, you know, we just cater to it. Just take our time with it. Do these little things day by day, just like we do with our life. Yeah. Wash our teeth, call our mothers, build relationships. You know, everything inevitably gets to a place that maybe it's not the end goal, but we're going to progress step by step to how how we want it at least to go. With that daily discipline, though, that's consistent, of course. You know. Yeah. Do you train your mom? I don't train her. We've had definitely like we've trained. I actually have like brought her in the gym and like we're working out. Did it for her birthday, I think, a few years ago. Um, but she uh, had a little health issue last year, so uh, since then, the training is like me recommending and trying to make sure she's doing just some simple mobility things. She's moving her spine while she sits. She's you know, moving basically it's her spine and pelvis a lot because yeah. she spent a lot of time laying in the bed. So she used to be able to do kip ups as a, you know, she's 57 or at the time, like 56, 57, she can do like 10 pull ups. The kip ups are like the CrossFit ones where you'd like, but she can do all that with her body. But she had the health scare now. So now it's, you know, reinforcing what I need to as well, just like this simple, stuff of moving my spine mobility flexibility mm-hmm. i know i know how to make my muscles strong and tight and sweat but all the other stuff is the smaller stuff is you know more important to me but that's how i'm training my mom now i'm trying I'm, she gets annoyed but she's doing her thing yeah was she uh a homemaker i mean when you were growing up i i, I would say so but you know she was you know did it all you know, I, yeah. I'm actually been writing a lot and I was writing a little bit about how my childhood was. And it was just kind of insane for me to think how consistent 
and disciplined she was with mm-hmm. her routine, whether it was because she was workout it was going to happen, whether it was before work or after work. So if she went before work, I was getting my rides to school. If my dad left early, if it was after work, I'd be at the gym with her. And even mm-hmm. within all that, I was on a consistent scheduling system for 15 years with all the sports I was doing. I had a Spanish tutor for a few years as a kid. I should have picked up more on the Spanish. <laughs> but even 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 within the house, even now, she's completely, it's like a jungle, the garden that she's built over the past. This is in her, like, she's retired now. But she's been able to, like, rebuild basically the house, mm-hmm. repaint the house. It's kind of like a project she's done with it slowly and subtly. But even within that, um, she takes care of everything. But my, the coolest thing about it is to see kind of what she's done, you know, with the house itself. The neighborhood, there's like decent houses, but her house is, looks completely different because she has like all types of plants in the front, all types of decorations. Um, but yeah, she holds it down. She, um, at least now, not as physical, physically active as she used to be. But yeah, when in doubt, she's always on her feet, doing things on her hands, always sweating, always dr- doing everything. You know, my dad, he was there too. It was just like his part, his, his the part he played, and that I don't it didn't. He's the homemaker, but it's like you're you're supposed to do that stuff. You're you're supposed mm-hmm. to do that. You, that that's what you, you're here for. But she definitely uh, set the tone for me as a person for sure. Mm. That's great. I just had while you were talking, I had flashbacks of my mom in the eighties. Like she had a piece of plywood she would drag out to the carpeting. And you are probably too young to remember this, but there was this guy on ESPN called Gilad. He was this Greek god. You could Google him. The women <laughs> loved Gilad. And my mom, she, Gilad. Yeah. And he was on like these black circle pads, like before they had the long, like yoga type shape pads, these black circles on the beach in Hawaii. And the women loved him. It was ESPN mm. in the 80s. And that is how my mom would lose the baby weight after having a sibling. She'd have her plywood in the living room on the carpet with her unitard and her leg warmers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so Jamie Lee Curtis. Just, But that's how I grew up was my mom was like, get out of the way. Push the coffee <laughs> table aside. Yeah. It's <laughs> my time. It's my my time. mom did uh, sweat into the oldies with Richard Simmons. Richard. Love me some Richard. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's and basically it like line dancing. <laughs> yeah, I was right? gonna say she's dancing. She's moving. It is. It's. It is. It's. It's a mobility thing. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I used to tell myself like I don't have the time because, like most people, the schedule's very full, and you have to work. <laughs> like there's work to be done. So it's <clears> really, really tricky. But then, uh, I hurt my back out in the garden and I had to be on the couch for three days. And I'm like, well, do you have time for that? No, because there's no free ride. So it's like you pay now, you pay later. I'd rather do it on my time and be like, I'm going to go throw down with Paul for 45 minutes on the tonal, you know, at a time of my choosing, because there's no, there's no getting out of it. There's no getting out of your body. Like here you are. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. And that's why, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, in 30, 40 years when we're all older, we, we can see a, a different demographic. We can just redefine how older people look and how, yes. you know, society yeah. looks at them. It's already happening. Already it's already people, happening. Yeah. People like 30s and 40s, they don't, they look 
I think, I don't know, I don't want to say healthier, but younger, better, more in shape than people a few generations ago. So mm-hmm. that that's what I think about. It's like finding that routine. So you're on a journey for life. You're not thinking about this mm-hmm. season or the wedding or the vacation. It's like, I can do this for the next 37 years of my life and it's be, it'll be right. fine. Okay. So, so one time. I saw a video once I started to get into weightlifting, which is like for for me working out, that's what it is. I like the lifting heavy things really does it for me. Turns out didn't know that before. I know that now. Well, Instagram caught on to this. So they're like, we're going to show you pictures like videos and stuff of people lifting weights. <laughs> the 87 year old deadlifter. <laughs> no, Grandma not her. Deadlifter? Okay. <laughs> there was a woman who deadlifted. I don't know what amount of weight, but it was so much weight that she just wet herself. I mean, just full on, just all over the mat. Like it's totally normal. And my trainer said, yeah, this is normal. And I'm like, that's not normal though. And like, when you talk about longevity, when you're pushing your body that much, that's certainly one type of fitness, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, she's strong. She can deadlift more than I will ever be able to deadlift. Yeah. But I want to be able to do this for 40 years. Exactly. I want to be like functional. Have you watched that documentary um, on Netflix of who was the guy, the weight, the bodybuilder guy? Coleman? Uh, yes, Rodney Coleman. I know he has a documentary. I don't know if I've seen it. Maybe seen Pete parts okay. of it. Um, he can't. He can't move. I mean, he he's he is a prisoner in his body from the damage yeah. that he did to it from bodybuilding. Hmm. Yeah, and just with, with with all that, you know, they. They're training for that competition. They're right. training for that next season. That that woman is training for a PR she's trying to hit right. in four months. That is there's there, that mindset, okay. nothing in that mindset is for life. The, the thing is, yeah. I, is not not sustainable at, mm-hmm. at, at all. Mm-hmm. I I'm not against people that do try to push themselves incrementally through your routine and again pushing is always different for everybody else i don't want you to get to the point where you're going to wet yourself lifting weights (laughs) but you do want to stress is good you know like Mm -hmm. incremental stress throughout your life is good so it is important that we do see what our body and mind are capable of and then you learn oh i can't pick that weight up let me take a few pounds Mm -hmm. off of that but um yeah with, with with those people it's like they Ronnie Coleman again back in the day maybe there wasn't as as much guidance about what he had to do on the side mm-hmm. the maintenance that you need to you know sustain that type of damage and stress because that's just obviously next level I, I, mm-hmm. I think now that I'm thinking about it I do remember seeing it. it's like he's very frat you know like he can like you said barely move his body but mm-hmm. you know those are the people that are training for specific things like even for me like I, I in the back of my head I at to this day I do feel like mobile than I've been before I don't think I'll ever be as strong as I was when I was playing football because I was training for that season I was in that time I'm not training to maintain the weight I had and I'm not training to sustain the blows on the field I'm just training mm-hmm. to maintain but then incrementally in that journey that routine i may have four to six weeks where i could not one session where i'm going to wet myself during the deadlift is this have you know that that timeline of pushing so 
I'm, I'm all for that. People that just, you know, train mm-hmm. for life. And you, that, that is a, as long as those people are pushing out the message of like, you know, I'm just training for a season, a timeline, you know, that, that, that's fine. But they, they, they got to know too, on the side, there's so much maintenance you have to do when you're doing more to your body. Even someone that starts on day one, your body's not used to walking or doing that plank. So you got to do a little maintenance because there's stress mm-hmm. going on. You have to apply both, you know? Oh yeah. Right. I, yeah. Absolutely. I talked to an athlete friend of mine, like maybe six months into working out. And I was like, is this just how an athlete's body feels? And she's like, well, are you like, are you stretching? Are you doing the heat in the ice and like Epsom salts? And you're like, you know, taking your rest days and like, are you doing the things that athletes also do? Right. <laughs> it's not Absolutely. just this stuff. It's like there, there mm-hmm. is like a, a method to it. There's a method to it. And maybe the lady had had 10 kids. I don't know. I mean, who am I to judge people wetting their pants? I'm experiencing that now because I'm I'm trying to do the split. I used to say when I heard that. Oh, hang on, Ange. You're frozen again. It's okay. Yeah. There we go. There she is. Okay. Go ahead. Dang. (laughs) Oh, I used to say to Dante, like even, so I, my cousin has a gym in Illinois before we moved up here and I would train with him. And I did, I would say, I'm like, look, Dante, I know you're working with like a lot of young guys, like. I've had six kids, like, I'm not doing the jump squats, okay? <laughs> Unless you got it like some padding or some something absorbent you want to put down. Like I will modify that and I will push yeah. myself. But, but my, are... my my question is, <laughs> do you is there a reason why you don't want to or can you not see yourself doing that? Because I would oh, no. think, like, I, I would have an accident. Bi- Coach I don't want to build. I don't want to build you up to that. I'll start with the low <laughs> impact versions where you're mm-hmm. not leaving the floor. Maybe yeah. get some bands attached to you. Mimic the movement of jumping so that maybe over time we can get to that point. Your nervous system and bodies is is gonna gonna be ready to to take off. But you know your body after six kids. Oh yeah, no, even with you. Else. Like when I do them, I do. I mimic the movement. I just don't give myself the impact because with pelvic exactly. floor after six exactly. natural no, childbirths, it's yeah. not happening. Yeah, no, I do. No, I always no, try no. to. Uh, like mimic and accommodate so I'm still like pushing but just not just uh-huh. not embarrassing myself um yeah. Being I was gonna say something else but Shay you go ahead because my internet cut out and oh I, I was just saying I was I was gonna say that you I think you can train those muscles sorry Paul we're like getting into ladyland here um no man's land the <laughs> the lady muscles that do cause that because when I started with coach Paul and he would do jumping jacks which are such a great exercise and you obviously mm-hmm. love them because you pepper them all throughout and i was like that's cute there ain't no way i'm doing jumping jacks i always just do a sidestep and we're sidestepping exactly (laughs) or i will have an accident but i can do them now but it does take all my mental focus of like don't wet your pants like just don't wet your pants just do the jumping jack and don't wet your pants (laughs) and i i trained a client a few years ago an older and she had this issue where i had the we had the work around movements because you know there's and again, we're trying to develop everything attached to her pelvis and right. all, oh, all yeah. directions. All those muscles like come in like that sling. It, and it, they... it, exactly. Yeah. But I yeah. had to be aware, like she had to take her bathroom break sometimes, you know, if she's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah I gotta go. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I, I that, that was definitely in, um, between like prenatal pulse and her clients and even like mm-hmm. Molly, I've learned a lot, you know, from just my experience training human beings, old, oh, yeah. small, tall people that experience different things. It's it's so interesting. Like, like you said, number one thing is, is knowing your body. Again, I know 
again, the splits is, it, I was going to say, I'm trying to do the splits. It's, it's, it's really hard, but some people know there's certain things going on with their body. They, I just, I can't do the splits. I can't try to do that. I can't mm-hmm. jump because I've had this many surgeries or my bones are going, or mm-hmm. this is going on, but you know, knowing your body is, um, I was the most important thing. And I hope that on tonal, you always feel like I'm making you comfortable to do things and not like, ah, like you forced to. Cause oh, no. well, that's why sure. you're my favorite coach because it's for me. So it's your joie de vivre, your, your joy of life. You're, you're like, Hey, I look good. I'm going to take a break. Oh, you know, we're going to da- dance it out. Like that's <laughs> when I, your, your first workout that I did, I'm like, Oh, this is my guy. Yep. We're done here. Good done. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. It's mm-hmm. very, um, um, I just feel like you're speaking, you know, like when you're an instructor, I think it's really important to speak to the professional, to speak to the amateur and to speak to everyone in between at the same time. And I think you do a really, really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I always think about. I think about I'm trying to speak because again, you know, there's a wide demographic of people that are using these, this device. I don't want to make people yeah. feel like I'm talking to the badass or just yeah. talking to the novice mm-hmm. i'm giving all the cues and tips for everybody and everyone as well because we're all human so i'm giving tips on that line and then tips for mm-hmm. everyone that needs those those specific things I always think about that you know because i've been in situations like you said i've had my injuries i've everyone's had their things coming back from things and when you go to group classes or go places you you know i'm like oh well, what about if i feel this way or what if i need to mm-hmm. do this it's just so important as fitness professionals when you are teaching this these group modalities is to make people feel comfortable by whether giving those tips or just having the energy that like you'll be all right we're going to get this done and you know so on and so forth so what prompted you what's your inspiration or your goal or what why the splits and are you doing less the splits is because middle one caller each each one yeah, is oh yeah yeah um am i just cutting out like it's crazy? okay we got the idea yeah yeah hey. I, I, I got i got the idea <laughs> right now all of them feel impossible it feels like i won't do it and that's my kind of one reason it's like i i want to i feel like i've been in a season of life where i have not done things that feel super hard to me like i have not i've been very blessed i think i've worked hard and i don't know i just feel like i want to do something where it's like big like i feel like wow i overcame that over a period of time and i'm like wow the splits would be good because i have ankle knee hip issues and i'm trying to bridge the gap on that i'd have to and then within that just being having connection to everything attached to my hips and my pelvis and being more open will translate to me feeling that much better getting that much more range of motion in my lower body exercises if i want to dunk a basketball now i have more mobility in my ankles or i have just more space to build within kind of my body so i think of it like doing the splits is just going to lead to me being performing better physically better and just feeling physically better i don't i don't think it's like one specific thing i'm i do want to dunk at one point in my life i still can't do that people think it's that people think it's crazy i can't dunk because i can jump around and do a bunch of stuff but 
trying to do that. A big deal. It's, it's a big deal. It's you know, a I'm, big I'm, deal. I'm, I'm short yeah. to the ground, but you know, mm-hmm. I just know when you do things like the splits, when you open up all those things in that area of your body, it translates to maybe even more than just physical. You know, you can just, just feel good about how you sit down more now. You mm-hmm. feel good in other positions where you're sitting Indian style doing your work. I don't know. Just I just feel like I would feel better, but if I just get to the point of doing the splits, but then also, you know, performance wise. Mm-hmm. One thing I you think often there's... say. Oh, sorry, Ange. Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say one thing that you you say on tonal a lot in your workouts, which I find extremely valuable, and I really do appreciate the reminder. Is just you should be grateful that you can move your body today. Like this is a blessing that you can show up and that you can move your body. Like, isn't that a gift that you're here doing a workout right now? Mm-hmm. And that there, you have this, this air of optimism where it's not like, Oh, I have to do this. I just want to mark it off my, my list. You're like, no, let's show up physically, but also mentally. Like mm-hmm. let's have fun. Let's take a break together. Let's do some hard things. Let's laugh. Let's tell ourselves we look good. You know, mm-hmm. and I do, by the way, when you say, look in the thing and tell yourself you look good, I'm like, you look good, Shay. Keep, keep good. going. <laughs> I love that. I love yep. that. Yep. Yeah. Just when you see me on that screen, like <clears throat> during those moments, that's when I'm, I'm really, even though there's like literally 10 people behind the camera, more people, there's somebody in my ear in the earpiece, mm-hmm. that image doesn't, ideally you want to be in your own space, but that is when I'm like, wow. Look at my life. Look at what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. moving my body. I'm dancing. Yeah. I'm hanging out. So that that's a part of me feeling good about being able to do that. And then yeah. as a job. And then it's like, this could be the and probably most of the time you see me doing that is usually the only time in the day I'm moving my body. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, 24 hours, this is a different little chunk of time here. Why not think about those things we may not think about when we're brushing our teeth? or we're in the meeting, or we're driving to Target, this yeah. is the hour where we're physically, mentally, and emotionally just just tapped in. So I think it's always, even when I'm by myself, I'm going to work out soon after this. I try to just make sure like I am tapped into a different energy that's different from the hour before, the hour in the morning, because I'm mm-hmm. doing, there's yes. things happening and oxygen yes. and cells and so much happening to the body. Why not elevate that? as much as you can by telling yourself, like, let's take full advantage of every rep, how we grip, how we breathe, how we stand, how we think, and just optimize every, you know, aspect of of movement. Again, everyone, you have to think about your why and your goals and all that. But on on top of that, just that helps you just get more out of what you do. It's like, why not? What We're here. What what, what else would we do to get better? Well, and I think that's, that's where people get, I don't want to say like addicted, but you get in the habit of like, Hey, I get to have this time in my mind. I get to like blow some stuff out and just like deal with some things, process some thoughts, you know, which I think all of us do when we work out. Sometimes I'm just thinking like, don't drop this. I'm constantly doing all these little micro adjustments in my head. Like, are you doing this? Are you doing this? And sometimes when you're just like, in a plank, you're like, I have to think about anything other than what I'm actually doing right now, or I'm going to fall. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And, 
and that time in your mind, um, you know, like for the homemaker who has young kids, y'all, if I could like go back and tell myself something, I would tell myself, go lift heavy things, go do something hard mentally, give your mind a place to go, give it a little place to rest. Even if you're just at home doing squats, doing planks, whatever it may be, um, I mean, you don't need a gym to do this. You don't need a tunnel to do this. It sure makes it really nice, but you don't need to have those things. What you do need is a place for your mind and body to go and and just be, just bust it out for a while. Just hurt, learn how to mm-hmm. bear hard things, learn how to lift heavy things, learn how to breathe through pain, you know, mm-hmm. all those things that are applicable to so much yeah. more than just working out. Yeah. Can you, I do think, can you hear me? Yes. Jiggy. <laughs> I do think you can get addicted in a sense, though, where your body has that anticipation of oh, the yeah. endorphin rush, because that's how I started. Like for years and years, I always just did really intense cardio cardio. And then I caught on to the hit workouts and I would just go nuts. And it was just like this purging. And then my cousin said, well, you should try heavyweights. Well, that's crazy. I got to have the I got to have that output of of the the hit of this these big, long, crazy cardio workouts. Just like, trust me, you need to lift heavy weights. And it was incredible. First of all, it was I had much more excitement looking forward to it because you can kind of focus and dial in a little bit more than just the crazy output of a cardio workout. But it gets to the point where your body you do anticipate it. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on there with, you know, your dopamine and endorphins or what have you, but yeah. it can, I, I'm sure addiction is the, is not an appropriate word, but you can have this anticipation, which is really, really great, especially, you know, when you're running a home and you have this very like sort of monotonous um, schedule that can have this uh, feeling of doldrums, you know, just very repetitive. And where do I get this uplifting feeling. I mean, mm-hmm. lifting heavy weights has that release and it does that for the for you. And you kind of get this sense even beforehand, you know, that this is oh, coming. Yeah. You like start to salivate for it. You get to you get excited about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it does different things to your body than anything else can do in your day. Anything else can do to your nervous system, to your mm-hmm. system and all your systems. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, the other day, Paul, I was working out with you and we were deadlifting. You weren't there, but you were there. You know what I mean? You were there in spirit. (laughs) Just my very favorite workouts with you are the live ones that are recorded and then shared on Tonal because I love to watch you sweat, not in a weird way. I just know, I love knowing that like you're hurting with me. Do you know what I mean? I'm definitely yeah. am dying in some of those. You are. No, when I glance back past you and I see the amount of weight you're lifting, I'm like, Holy crap. Yeah. He's feeling it with me. There's those. no way it's, it's he's real. not feeling this. And it's when real. I first started, I, I wanted to make sure it was up higher, but I learned over time. You may see over time, it's like at the medium one. Cause I was okay. like, I can't, I have to be able to speak to people while I do this. Oh, I, yeah. can't, I can't just die. Right. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And you said, you know, we're like on the third round and you said like, this is when you need to start talking to yourself basically. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell yourself like, we're going to get through this. You're going to be fine. So I did. I'm like in position. I'm ready to go. And I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, bitch, you are lifting this weight. You are going to lift this weight. <laughs> and I did. Well, and like, it was one of those moments where you're just, you feel 
I don't know, proud is the right word, but you're just like, I had something hard to do and I did it. And now mm-hmm. like making dinner doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> I love that. I, I, mm-hmm. I love to hear that. And, it, and I hope you're saying out loud, that'd be even better. But, oh, um... I do it out loud. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Well, we have this rule. <laughs> we tell homemakers like don't listen to the crap that's going on inside your head listen to yourself so talk out loud don't listen to your inner monologue say the things that are true out loud i'm trying to i'm trying to learn that now myself because i I definitely have an inner voice that is oh yeah very mean and not Mm -hmm. appropriate and kind so i have to Mm -hmm. make sure i replace those thoughts with saying what the universe knows saying yeah this is this is what's true yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do you, um, where would you encourage someone who's just at home, who's just kind of starting out, where would you encourage them to begin? I think you, you begin with what you like. I mean, you have to explore what you like, but if you're talking about simple stuff, you can try what you already know people do. And then from the walks, maybe I don't like that. Maybe from trying to do variations of walks, different services. Maybe you're trying to do some body weight stuff. Maybe you're trying to do yoga, different modality. Just maybe start always basic, but there's going to be trial and error. That's inevitable for everybody. But I'd say baseline, whatever comes, whatever you think is the easy, natural thing to start off with. I would do that because... You know, I wouldn't make someone start to lift weights if they don't want to lift weights. You know, even though that is beneficial, everyone's journey starts at a different place. Somebody could be morbidly obese and then look like me 15 years later, but you don't know anything about that journey if you can, if you see them in in this state. So Mm -hmm. they may have to start with just walking Mm -hmm. and then thinking about obviously the lifestyle. I know my god sister actually hit me up the other day and she's like, Holly, I want to lose 40 pounds. And I'm like, that's a lot of weight. So let's just look at your life. Like, mm-hmm. I should have actually said this first. So let me backtrack. But yeah, um, I just said, all right, well, if you're coming at me hot like that, let's just look at your life, look at your day to day and see in your day what can be altered that can get you closer to this overall goal of 40 pounds. Is it waking up um, a little bit, not waking up later, but going to bed a little bit early to get yourself more sleep? Is it doing a little extracurricular activity with your son versus not? Is it, um, cause she has kids. So, I mean, again, she's busy. Y'all know that. Um, This is a great example. My God, sister, actually, but I, I was just telling her to look at your life and look at ways you can implement things that are conducive to this. Clearly you have to eat food as a human to survive. So clearly you have to change what's going into your body. Let's just start there. If you know there's something that's not good, that's consistently going in, you just go and try to take that out, eliminate. Cause okay. you're going to have to be in, you know, somewhat of a deficit if you're trying to lose, mm-hmm. um, but uh, eliminate you know, the, the, the food, but also this, the habits, the lifestyles. If you know, you're drinking some, you know, BS mm-hmm. every day, drink less of it i'm not saying eliminate the the guilty mm-hmm. pleasures i want you to enjoy yourself and feed the soul but just look at kind of i think the daily tasks not tasks but what you have in your life and see what you can change from there because i think trying to say all right i'm getting started 
let me work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday at this time and do this. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to hop into that and, and crush it. You know, I think you want to get yourself in line first, you, mm-hmm. your life and know that, all right, I'm flossing the amount of times I want to, I have the routine I want, and now I have the space to implement the workout that I like. Cause I've been taking the time to learn. I like walks versus yeah. pushups or, or, yeah. or, or, yeah. or any of that. But mm-hmm. I think again, you know, we do know lifting weights is beneficial and all that, but everyone's journey is very different. You know, you, you have to look at your life specifically and eliminate, you know, I'm repeating them, but eliminate the yeah. things that, that you know, or like, uh, I can, I don't need this, you know? Yeah. And I would add to that, like, I think it's good to push yourself and maybe just while you're in this time of exploration, tap into other things, go to different types of workout classes, kickboxing or whatever. Um, try, try different things. Cause you really don't know until you try it. Like I always thought I liked yoga. And then I was like, that's so boring now. I would make fun of her. I'm like, Shay, you're like a type. We're both type A, like doer personalities. Bless your heart. I cannot do yoga. I will die of boredom. But I do. But but this last year, I added sauna and therapy to my routine. And that was a whole new wake up call of what my body was capable of and what I was able to tolerate. And it's a big hit in the country before. right now. It's big and yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I'm up to, you know, I'm at like 30 to 45 minutes of sauna at like one thirty, and I got up. This, it doesn't sound like much, but I'm up to five no, minutes that's impressive. Submer- submersed. Like, in if you're not water. getting out the sauna, because so, yeah. I always yeah. have to get out the sauna. I can't stay in there. I have to do like 20 minutes. I get out and go back in. I can't. Okay. Mm-hmm. can't do it consistently so but so just even but even as for lifestyle so if up to five minutes of cold water submersion then this is so cheesy this is super cheesy but we had a good old northern wisconsin parade last weekend the other day and it was 38 degrees on lake michigan already chill of a, <laughs> oh it's bad we just are in a really it's going to be okay now now it's 60 but we had a really bad weekend mm. and my kids sure enough did not dress appropriately and so i took off everything extra that i had and gave it to them and was standing there in a sweater and my friend's like are you going to be okay i got this actually mm-hmm. it's going to be okay i felt mm-hmm. colder <laughs> yeah. yeah because you but it was just like you, yeah. you gave your body a chance to yeah it was just experience dumb. that cold Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a dumb way where well, that cold therapy paid off. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. And it pays off. It's going to pay off in more and more ways. Oh, than for you sure. Know, because I love know, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm addicted. I am addicted to it. I love it. Yeah. But yep, that's good. Good. One of the things, like I think you're right. Play play the long game. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I remember my trainer once telling me that you you can't ever get bone density back. So right. once you start to lose it as you get older. You can, you can maintain, but you can't get it back. And that was really scary. It it was like, you have this glass that water slowly being poured out of and you're like, but I want my bones. I want them to be strong and I want them to be healthy. And, um, so I would just encourage our homemakers as we like, as we sort of round this out, just play the long game. And I think that you do that so well, Paul. And I have to tell you, like, just, I'm in my office where I work out. And like hearing your voice, like my body is, it's like, it wants to work out right now. I'm like, now I'm going to go, I need to go do this. No, but that's what I'm saying about that sort of addiction. So a few weeks ago, 
I was in the kitchen and something happened where I got cold water on my forearm. I don't, I can't even remember specifically. I just remember my body going, oh, we're going to do this. It's time. It's time for cold. And I thought, oh, well, I've sort of arrived. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. This is what your body wants. You've yeah, that, done it. That's, yeah, I, I, lo- exactly. I love to hear that. I love to hear that when people experience things where their body is like reacting quickly, yeah. like sweat oh, yeah. quickly or mm-hmm. like go into yeah. that mode. Yep. Quickly. But that's hear what Paul's you voice. You're right. like, all right, yeah. let's let's deadlift. Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So, Paul, I would love for you to tell our audience, because, you know, we've got the whole spectrum. We have mm-hmm. moms that have just given birth. We have pregnant moms. We have menopausal moms. <laughs> we have like the full gauntlet, you know, of women listening all the all around the world right now. And if they've sort of been like just sitting, waiting for something to intrigue them to finally take action and they want to work out with you, how can they do that? Well, if you want to take action and get right, that's my business name. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a little app. It is called the Get Right app and you have the link. You can maybe share with them. But um, on, on, um, on this app, I have programs that are six weeks long you can kind of click through them like instagram stories so you just kind of touch it touch it touch it you go through it at your your own pace i voice overed so you can hear my voice oh perfect see that then i'll know what to do so i'm saying (laughs) hey make sure in the squat you you know you push your hip line so i'm talking Mm -hmm, to you mm -hmm. in the programs and then in the in the workout so there's workouts you can follow along through like instagram stories and I'm in the video like, hey, guys, make sure you do. I'm just uh, every single video on that app. I'm speaking to you through the camera or voiceover mm-hmm. with descriptions um, beneath. But as far as apps, it's it's on a, a platform called the Playbook app. And there's a like a lot of like high quality, top notch trainers that use this app to distribute their workouts. Like Kevin Hart's trainer okay. uses it like a lot of like famous Mm-hmm. trainers so that's why it's mm-hmm. not like a cheaper price because they can distribute it you know all over and i'm on this platform too but it's 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 got everything you need i got mobility um low impact stuff because i'm always thinking about like again everybody the athletes yeah. the older prenatal postnatal every so there's things that anybody and everybody can use to feel their body change over a specific period of time whether like that's internally getting more mobile where they're learning how to um, implement just a routine because I have different programs in there. But yeah, that's what I have right now available. I to love that. Cool. So that's my.playbookapp.io forward slash Paul dash right. And I know that's a lot. So that's all going to be in the show notes. Or we can, you can go to Paul Wright dot fitness and yep. there's a oh. link for it right there <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll give you that okay. link too. Th- th- that that's just the actual link to to go there but okay all right go. my name and then dot and then fitness is my website where you can see um the app and also do online training if you have a tonal and um what i do is i make custom programs for people so i know there's programs in tonal that y'all do but you know, maybe they're not specifically catered to your anatomy, your mm-hmm. wants, your needs, your goals. So I love I all need, the extra yeah. ways you've been manipulating the tonal on Instagram oh, yeah. 
Oh, love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. And it's the, sometimes I will do that with, with, with some clients that are, you know, tall or shorter. If you have mm-hmm. to adjust something, put a book on a foot or whatever it may be. But that's what I do with the the custom programs, not just for people that have tonal, but mm-hmm. regular people as well. But that's like real one-on-one, like I'm with you. I'm your friend. And of mm-hmm. course, your trainer, your coach and mm-hmm. therapist, guider, all that, all, 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 all that stuff. But um. Yeah, like I said in the beginning, health and wellness is um, what I want to do. And you also see on my website, there's a voice acting link. And that's what I was going to tell you all about on my next little project. I kind of, I don't know if I want to call it a podcast or I don't know, like shorts, but I just basically, I'm going to, I've been writing a lot and I'm going to record myself um, speaking about like, I'm just going to be like meditation focused, motivational meditation it'll be funny rants. It'll be kind of all that type of stuff, but using my voice, um, mm-hmm. in my own unique specific way. So that's what I'll be doing with the voice acting category you see in there. And right now I just have like my demo, but that's what I want to kind of implement onto the get right train in the future. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I've helped a lot of people in classes on tonal personal training clients all types of people but you know i kind of want to do more deeper diving into like just the internal health and wellness i can maybe provide with just my words even though i do that through fitness too but you know just trying to expand i got one life to live so i'm just trying to live it yeah Yeah. if you could send me like a personal voice recording that's just like shay lift the weight shay Lift the weight. That would be great. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of the idea behind what I want to do. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to do like, maybe you're about to do a workout and you go to my oh, YouTube yeah. and, and you're like, all right, the pre-workout motivation. And it's me right? just like talking yeah, to you. Sure. I'm saying I may be speaking in like the third person. I don't know. Right. I, yeah. It's just that that's the idea behind what I want to do is provide outlets, health mm-hmm. and wellness wise, whether it is yeah. like a very relaxing meditation, whether it's like, let's go work out hard or whether it's like oh, yeah. something about life whether it's me telling a story about myself I just kind of want to implement all of this because I mm-hmm. think I've gotten a lot of good at least on social media and then in life people tell me you have a cool voice mm-hmm. and then on social media you know my most interacted with stuff is where I'm speaking and I'm just talking so I, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just thinking might as well keep doing it and try yeah. to make a, something out of it well, yeah. you should tell us when that's ready to unleash yeah, tell us on the sure. world. I absolutely will. Absolutely will. And, I think and it, we'll it introduce it to a bunch of homemakers. Because yeah. we're both de- on YouTube. Aligns. And yeah, we'll it, definitely, yeah it definitely aligns with what, 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 what you mm-hmm. two have going on. I'm doing my research. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like I said, it's like in my little baby right now. But you mm-hmm. know, I'm trying to cross all the T's and dot the I's. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, well, I put and it out there. Yeah. Shay and I both know with, you know, being both biz- business women, it's about filling a gap. So if there, if you look at the marketplace, you know, in the arena that you're in and there's a gap there for pre-workout motivation, mm-hmm. then you step in and you fill that I gap. I think there's just a know? gap. There's yeah. a gap for like alpha looking black males talking about their health, mental health. I think there's not a lot of men doing my research. I yeah. didn't see a lot of people that looked like me mm-hmm. talking about the things that I've been writing about. So I yeah. think that's uh, what I'm looking forward to the most is seeing how I can implement myself into this these discussions because it's mm-hmm. very minimal there's like a guy that has a master's and a PhD but mm-hmm. it's not you know someone that's 
down to earth more so like me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. Okay, yeah. Paul Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T dot fitness. And this week on our Instagram feed, the Homemaker Chic Podcast Instagram feed, will uh, link to in stories and all that. And keep in touch with Paul there. And you guys mm-hmm. see Shay and I, even on our personal feeds, we tag Paul after a fun workout or when we're motivated. <laughs> so you can yeah and i really appreciate that a lot i know you you guys know what's going on with 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 tonal but anytime i've ever gotten a tag a message like y'all have no idea the amount i'm sure you do know because lots of people have tonal but the amount of people who message us and are just like just are just thankful that's why a part of me is like i'm satisfied with life even though i'm trying to do a lot i just feel Mm -hmm. like I've, i've my parents are proud I'm proud. I've helped a lot of people. It's like, man, what else can I do? I'm fine. Mm, but, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have a life. So that's why every day got to just yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- ma- maximize it. Yeah. Well, you've made a difference. And we've talked about having you on the show for the last six months. So our yeah. season theme for this season, this is season 13. We've been around for a little over two years. And our wow. season theme right now Congrats is take, taking care of business. And we're like, oh, Coach Paul is going to take care of business <laughs> this season. So, so I appreciate Absolutely. you getting back to me and in Instagram messages That's and true. coordinating this whole thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 it's a lot on there because, you know, I don't know. I'm not like super popular, but sometimes social media is like, I'm in this. We understand. Flow. I'm, in the, I'm, in the, I'm, in the, I'm in the flow with it right now. So I'm just like. Yeah. But I appreciate you It's a bit of an abusive relationship, social media. It is. It is. Absolutely. But no, I I appreciate the conversation. I I, I knew this is something I wanted to do. I don't, I don't, you know, have conversations like this as much as people may, may, may think I do. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Love it. Well, we'll be in touch and uh, we'll have you back on soon. Thanks for joining us. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a rest of your day. You too. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Cheers. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hello homemakers, I am inviting you to join my Old World Design Society because creating a home isn't just about the homemaker's duties, it's also about creating beauty and having a home that is aesthetically pleasing and a reflection of your personal style. So if you lean towards a love of timeless style, then the Old World Design Society is just for you. Membership starts at just $5 a month, which means you can attend my monthly interior design classes and have access to the design forum where you can interact with design enthusiasts, both professional and amateur. 
there's even a quarterly magazine, print or digital, that comes with a free society membership. This fall, we're looking at interior design principles and how to incorporate those into our homes. The magazine will feature some incredible spaces from England, New England, and beyond. So visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Our next design class will be in October after I get back from Paris, and I'd love to have you there. I will have plenty of old world inspo for you. So select the basic membership or treat yourself to the magazine by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Okay, uh, that was awesome. And I'm not joking when I say I'm sweating. My body's like, oh, Paul, okay. So I know my quads are like, I'm sorry. Are we going to go work out now? <laughs> I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> I know. I have a tank top on. I'm like, just restrain yourself from just like. <laughs> hey, Paul, do you want to see my muscles? You want to see what we've accomplished? <laughs> Probably not. Let's cue the wine music. Can we cue the wine music, please? Because I have one that I really enjoyed this okay. weekend. We had company okay. and I saved the bottle. Okay, lovely. Um, ladies, pour a glass with us. Hope you're uh, feeling all kinds of good energy after hanging out with Paul for a little bit, which we hope you are. Um, pour a glass, celebrate. This is like, this is a beautiful day to be alive and we're super grateful for it. Um, dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic is where you can go to get naturally yeasted, no sugar, beautiful biodynamic and organic wines from all around the world delivered to your doorstep. We drink these because we put so much effort into maintaining our bodies. We want to be here. Long-term, we're playing the long game. What we put in our bodies makes a big difference in that long game. And so if you're going to go to the effort to do workout, to, to care for yourself physically, a beautiful way to do that is making sure that what you put in nourishes and enhances your life. It has a vibrancy to it. And that is what Dry Farms brings to the table. So what are you sipping, Angela Ree? Are those your Italy backpacks behind you? Yes. Because this is an Italian wine. Uh, sorry, you guys, I have a really ugly background today, but... For good reason. Like some sort of beautiful like backdrop that just unfolds from the ceiling. So. I know. I need like one of those projectors that makes it look like I'm on the beach. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we can do that with Zoom, but it always scares me. Okay. I'm going to try okay. while you tell us about your wine. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a Barbera, which is not how you say it in Italian, no. but it's mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 And this is made by Cecilia Zucca from okay. the Piedmont, Piemonte. How do you say that? Piedmont. Italian. Oh, there's no E at the end there. Piedmont. Okay. Fair enough. Frozen. Blink oh. your eyes so I know you're not frozen. Hello. Um, Hello. No, it's a 2020 red. It's 12.43 alcohol, and I've never had this one before. So this is a Piedmont uh, DOC, so it's a dock wine, which we mm-hmm. talked about last year, Barbara. Northern Italy. So super, I think it's uh, I think it's Barbera. Barbera. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's not Barbara. Babs. <laughs> this is the Babs wine from the Piemonte region. What, what was this the show? Babs wine? Oh. And it's a red wine. And it's from the 2020 year, which was a really bad year for all of us. But if you drink this wine, it's gonna be better. <laughs> <laughs> Babs says so. Did you ever watch Flight of the Concords, the show? Food of Fafa? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Business time? Uh, Heck yeah. Do you, do you remember the episode when 
it's the girl and the dogs with the epilepsy. And she's like, oh, and by the way, it's not Barbara. It's bra bra. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They're calling her Barbara the whole time. She's like, yeah. it's not Barbara. It's bra bra. Shay, those guys killed me. That was probably the singular best show besides Seinfeld that's ever been made. (laughs) Yeah. So I watched some of the show, but I actually have like binged the YouTube channel so many times. I have every song. I I can't make pancakes without calling myself the mother flipper. (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) that's a problem. You guys, Flight of the Concords. This was like a popular show. What, like 15 years ago? Stu and I were dating when we would watch it. Yeah. 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 Like, if you want to start with a really funny one. In the spirit of Parisian farm girl, just watch Fuda Fafa. Oh, just the Google the words Fuda Fafa on YouTube. Okay, yeah. So, okay, carry on. <laughs> you got your bra bra wine. I'm a bra bra. Uh, no, it was really good. We had it. Um, I made a bolognese the other night, and we had it. It was oh. absolutely delicious. Mm. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. With tiramisu, Amelie made tiramisu, and she made it with um, instead of Kahlua or you know like a coffee liqueur, standard coffee liqueur. She made it with spiced rum. Mm. Well done, my fourteen-year-old oh, daughter. <laughs> it was so delicious. Oh, that's so great! I mm-hmm. love a good meal. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic is where you can go we're going to put a link below the show as well easy to click over when you use that link and you put in your first order whether it's three bottles or 12 bottles or red wines or white wines or 100 it could or be 100 <laughs> then you will get an extra bottle in that first box for just a penny which is a great deal so mm-hmm. four bottles for the price of three or seven for the price of six if I need to explain this further, I will. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Paul was awesome. Um, was awesome. And I'm going to work out as soon as we're done recording this. But let's answer a few questions. Okay. First. I think you have them. I don't have any. So shoot. Okay. Hit me. Um, while I gather up our few questions, would you like okay. to say thank you to our season sponsor? I really would because we're in this hallway project. Okay. So I know if you watched my farmhouse summer tour, we put in a bookcase over the stairway. So we have a stair- stairway that jogs. So it it's not a full stairway. It kind of breaks up in the middle. And that's where we put a bookcase. And um, then I painted the stairs the same teal to match. And now I am working with Annabelle on two runners to line those stairs. And I got one. The other day, which was what I referenced uh, during the show a few weeks ago, not having a knife to cut that open live. Um, House of Tokamon is a company where Shay and I source the rugs for our homes. So we've decided against plastic rugs, against the washable rugs. Um, polyester. Polyester, plastic, blah, 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 blah. Why Why? Um, why are we looking at recycled plastic? Like, oh, yay, a bra do made I, out of recycled plastic. I want underwear plastic. made out of recycled plastic. It's like, I don't want that. No. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. what you're doing, but I would rather buy a rug that has no plastic. Mm-hmm. So my will contribution <laughs> will be to stop. I use glass to store my food mm-hmm. and I will buy wool rugs, heirloom rugs from House of Tokamon. So hot rugs.net h-o-t dot net h-o-t rugs.net 
And you can use the coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off any full-size rug or runner. And if you have any questions about sourcing these rugs or how they're going to um, withstand your lifestyle, you can message Annabelle over on Instagram, House of Tokuman on Instagram, and she's going to really help you with color palette and design and placement and sort of knowing like, um, you know, what sort of a nap, you know, thickness you need. Um, some of my rugs are really thin. They're really, really old. Like this one in my office is about 100 years old. And it's because it's my office. I'm not going to put it in the kitchen where everybody's standing washing dishes. So she's going to help you find the rug to suit your lifestyle. There you go. <clears throat> okay. Here's a question from Vicky on Instagram. If you want to email us a question or message us a, a question. Hobbs needs to be let out. Okay. Uh, if you would like to send us a question that we can answer on the episode, then just send us that message on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast. Angela's coming back. She's coming back. She had to let the cat out. Okay. Okay. He's been sleeping so, on my bed. <laughs> this is from Vicky. Um, our family has been getting raw milk for about nine months. What do you do with the milk when it's right on the verge of turning? I make yogurt out of it right at that point. Like if I'm in a pickle and I think, oh, crud, I'm not throwing this gallon out, then yep. I will make yogurt out of it. Here's the cool thing about raw milk is that it goes sour. It doesn't go off. Okay. So it, it I, you told get me this personally on the, on the phone a few weeks ago. Can you tell me? Because I do okay. have some children that are terrified still of it being slightly off and getting no, sick. No, no, like, no. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. It'll yeah. sour in the sense that it will start to curdle and turn into curds and whey. In fact, if you just... It does curdle. Yeah. Right. So if you just pour like a mason jar and leave it on your counter, mm -hmm. this is actually how Nourishing Traditions makes their cream cheese. They just sit it out there covered and it will just separate into curd and whey. Mm -hmm. And then they take the curd and they salt it and they use that as their cream cheese spread. So like it doesn't, it, it continues to culture because there's all kinds of live bacteria and such in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if you do that with pasteurized milk, it goes putrid like rank garbage can putrid raw milk doesn't do that um so even if it if it smells like there is a milk comes out very sweet and then it bacteria eats the sugar every day that you have it so seven day old milk does not taste like one day old milk um and so if, if your milk is about to turn yogurt is a really great thing to do with it because it's going to go mm -hmm. sour anyway it's not going to go bad. It's not going to make you sick. It's just going to be sour. It's going to be more yeah. sour. There's not as much sugar in it. Yeah. So. I'll make like ricotta. Like I'll add vinegar to there it or go. something and make yogurt. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Brooke would like you to know that the leopard Margot heels are in stock as of yesterday at 9 a.m. She wears an 8.5 and it's available. Also known as eight yes. and a half. Don't know why I said it like that. It's okay. okay. Uh, my Instagram messages have blown up. <laughs> So thank you, everyone, who's so concerned about my shoeing. <laughs> yes. Love it. I think that's very sweet. Okay, here is a fun one. Um, okay. Somebody emailed me this, and I can't remember, but I remembered to take a mental note. The question was, how did you learn to take beautiful photographs? I did see that one the other day. Um, well, this is more Shay's arena than mine, for sure. But I remember learning to take photographs. And I'm just an imitator. 
So I remember back in the day, like seeing what I liked and trying to reproduce that, whether it was lighting. Um, lighting isn't my forte. I think composition is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can, I feel like I've trained my eye to look at a picture or, or even a movie frame or, you know, YouTube frame or whatever and go, here's where I would just tweak that and give like a whole different perspective. And Mm -hmm. I think that just comes with trial and error and really training your eye on what you want to see. And, and if you're in a saleable situation, more importantly, what other people want to see. Where does the eye, like, how does it travel on the screen or the picture? Like, I, I think it just takes some exposure to, um, what you like and then even what you don't like and critiquing what you don't like and thinking to yourself, well, I would have adjusted the camera, you know, this way. I remember, um, I have a cousin who's a good photographer. And when I was just really getting interested in, in photography and even using a camera, she would, she told me, she's like, just let the camera talk to you. She goes, just sit for a second and just look through the viewfinder and think about just take a hot second and think yeah. about what you're looking at so I'll let you take it from here because yeah I think uh we sort of have lost that habit with photography because we're used to digital cameras now we've disposable you're like oh it doesn't matter yeah. if I take 42 bad ones because some in there somewhere right. in there we will have be something portable right yeah. that'll hold mm-hmm. 5,000 right so I first actually started getting into photography when I was young 14 and I had a film camera I had a Canon AE1 and you had 24 you know pictures that you could take and um, and it was manual. So like I had to set my aperture manually and, um, my shutter speed manually, my ISO was set manually, and I had to learn how to load the film. And so there was, there was a lot of working elements there where you really valued the picture that you were taking. And so you did have to just sit, look through the viewfinder and think, what am I taking a picture of? Is there a garbage can in the background? Is there a different mm-hmm. angle that I can take that is a bit yeah. more interesting? And there is I mean, look, we just talked to Paul for over an hour on just discipline. (laughs) Like you don't get from weak to strong by somebody just being like, oh, here's how you do a squat. You got to do the squats and you got to do the squats Mm -hmm. every day. And, and then over the course of two years, all of a sudden you can do a way better squat and way more of them. The same is true for anything. The same is true for photography. Um, a good camera is helpful, but not necessary good editing software is helpful, but not necessary. The The biggest thing you can do is study composition and lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, even more so than composition, I would say lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is what photography is. One you can is. correct and one you can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, crop really. that out. Um, it's funny what you're saying because just having gotten back from Paris, this is my first like full-on digital Paris trip. Yeah. So I went so long ago that I went with 36 rolls of film, 12 black and white, 24 color. Yeah. And I would just sit and wait for the perfect shot, you know, like the time and the patience. Yep. And I did take a, this is a funny story really quick. I did take a digital camera to Paris with me the first time. And maybe one person listening will remember this. Back when I had a television, there was this funny commercial about an old lady who goes to Paris for the first time. And she has somebody take her photograph and he chops her head off in front of the Eiffel Tower. Mm. She gets home and she's going through her pictures and she's so excited and her head is missing. 
And I said to Joel, I'm like, I'll be darned if that's going to happen to me. So we bought like the very first Olympus digital camera and took it to Paris so we could make sure we got one good picture in front of the Eiffel Tower 22 years ago. (laughs) There you go. Um, Yep. Study people. Find photographers you like. Study what they're doing. Um, I edit my photos primarily in Adobe Lightroom. That's a really great program. It's really user-friendly. I do Photoshop too, but I use like the kindergarten version of Photoshop. Mm -hmm. I do very, I only know how to do very little things. Like I don't know how people turn themselves into like put their head on a whale. Like I don't know how to do stuff like that. (laughs) I don't need to know how to do stuff like that for the type of photography that I do. Um, But practice. So I started shooting with a Nikon D70. Then I went to a Nikon D7000. Then I went to a Nikon D850. And now I shoot with a Leica Q2, which is, I don't want to admit this, but it's like genuinely the best camera I've ever used. And that's my baby and I will love it forever. Um, But, you know, that all takes time. And so get a camera that excites you and start taking pictures. Um, Okay. Our interview went pretty long. So let's see. What else we can answer really quickly here? Uh, can you suggest a way to detox from all the years of deodorant use? This is from Jamie over on Instagram. I've tried to switch to natural a few times and I always stink very bad. I would recommend Jamie. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say clay is a is a detoxer. Tonics or um, Tubes & Co. makes a really great tonic that you could put onto a little cotton pad and just swipe under your armpits. They also have a really good French clay soap that's very, very good. That would be a great thing to wash your armpits with uh, because we don't really think about the soap that we put on our armpits and like how that actually like takes the deodorant off or takes the stink off or or changes the pH of our armpit. Um, Mm -hmm. So Tubes' French clay soap is really, really silky and really wonderful. And then as you're detoxing, I would do a little swipe of that tonic that they have. And then I would use Tubes & Co's extra strength. Now, this is not an antiperspirant. You will sweat. Sweat is good. Sweat is not a bad thing. Uh, reserve your antiperspirant for big business meetings where you're wearing a silk blouse. And then the rest of the time, you need to let your body sweat because that's what your body needs to do. I'm going to um, go grab something. Keep talking. Okay. Um, but their deodorant, their extra strength deodorant, I have found even for people that have sensitive armpits, it doesn't really cause any sort of an issue. So um, I'm trying to think of the ingredients off the top of my head, but I can't, I can't. Um, (laughs) So the last thing I would say, Jamie, is get uh, make a paste of Benonite clay if you'd like, and you can put that into your armpits while you're in the shower or while you're in the bath and just give them, you know, 10 minutes, probably a couple times a week to just sort of transition your armpits out. But hands down, not just saying this because they're a sponsor and I love Emily. Tubes and Co. Extra strength for smell is where it's at. So Okay. The reason I jumped off of my chair is because Shay jogged my memory. And I've gotten so many subsequent requests to share this product and I never remember. So I knew I had some in the cupboard. You've heard me mention this paste that I use in my armpits for like those silk blouse business meeting type mm-hmm. days or weeks. This is it. Uh, you're not going to be able to see it on the screen. Lavalin. Lavalin. Okay. Uh Okay. Bio 
gosh, I need reading glasses. I'm such an old hag. Biobalance. <laughs> Underarm deodorant cream. 0% alcohol, 0% aluminum, odor-free up to seven days. This stuff is sick. I just used it in Paris because I got a fresh little jar of it. And you, if you've been to Paris, you know, like the stank of the metro and you're like cold, you're hot, you're cold, you're hot. There's a million people. There's nobody. It's just you're nasty. This stuff is amazing. And it's just this little white cream you put on your armpits and you're just like icky free. Okay. It's so amazing. I get it from Azure Standard. L-A-V-I-L-I-N. This is like my go-to if I have something really pretty and I don't just want to pit it out. <laughs> and it lasts for days. It's freaky. Icky. I love it. Um, but there is, but, there. but if you, if you do need to, um, you know, if you have a lifetime of heavy metal deodorants, sorry, I'll stop. That's loud in the mic uh, and stuff. You, you should research like a heavy metal detox and see what sort of foods you can, can incorporate into your diet, what sort of things can like grab stuff in your intestinal tract and like get that out of your body liver and then don't go back <laughs> liver yeah liver and raw milk um <laughs> oh eating liver gotcha eating liver yeah. yes mm -hmm. okay our time is up okay uh but here's a little quote from rebecca over on instagram that she left okay. us uh this is from elizabeth prentice in the book stepping heavenward and she says if mm. you haven't read it you simply must I haven't read it, so I'm not condoning it because I don't know what it says. But the quote is, duty is more repelling at a distance than when it is fairly faced and met. Mm. She said she's had this on her refrigerator for 15 years. And I think this is um, speaking to a lot of what we're talking about. We can see it from far away and be like, no, thanks. And then you get up in that business and you take care of it. And all of a sudden, it's not so bad. Mm. All of a sudden you realize, hey, I can actually do this. Whether mm -hmm. that's working out, whether that's just staying on a laundry schedule, whether that's not ripping your husband's face off when he does something wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you realize up close, like, I was made to do this. Yeah. This isn't so repulsive. Oh, this is what I was made for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Okay, ladies. Thanks for joining us Wonderful. here today. Thanks to House of Tokuman for sponsoring all the links of everything we talked about and everything for Paul. We'll be right below in the show notes. Make sure you check out dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our patrons who keep homemaker chic on the air. We are so grateful for you. Yeah, all the new patrons last month, welcome. Thank yeah. you so much. Yep. And we'll be back here next Monday. Okay, cheers. cheers.